live from an unbalanced podcast with no supporters, so it doesn't really count. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Episode 14. I was listening from home. We haven't been supporters for five years. Raise your voice. The views of half the podcast are not necessarily reflected by the views of the other half of the podcast. We don't even do a video podcast. My arms were up for a whole freeze frame thing <laughs> when I said it's episode 14 because it doesn't count. Uh, I don't know why. This was for nobody. That was that post was for absolutely nobody at all. Oh, are we podcasting for nobody? Thank you. I, I, always, I, always, I always thought the video podcast would have kept going this whole time in, in your... Yeah, at least in your apartment, you're the, the technical. Yeah, you're not. You're not doing the, the video side of this, Mark. Man, that would be an even worse podcast than what we do already. <laughs> Why? Just my, no, I mean it's just my stupid face watching my stupid face. The podcast. For... We haven't even got to the introduction yet. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't be running down your face. It's this fit, beautiful. This this thing, Duncan. You don't have to. Um, oh, that's yeah, smile, this though. Is the, this is not the money maker, I assure you, but uh, I appreciate. Also, uh, was with a pen in my hand, circling in the air around my face as I was saying, as to nobody, as if it was. I should be on camera, if only for to psychologically justify all the dumb shit I do when we. You record. should, yes. You could be our Joe Rogan. No. Oh God! No. What, Fuck you! How about that? Why would you bring that asshole's name into our show? Better than being a Jeffrey Tubin. Stop! Thanks for putting me out of a job, Duncan. Oh, sorry, Tony. It's all right, Tony. We already know what you do during the podcast. It's okay. That's why we're not the community podcast. Yeah, exactly. The only podcast that something, 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 something. Yeah. All right. Let's do the intro. Boys. Yeah, well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, now that you've listened to five minutes of it. Uh, the podcast that posted that super awesome, special guest-laden episode in our Slack channel, uh, it's not our fault that you didn't check. On this week's episode, we look back at, you know, a decent week in TFC land, uh, preview the handies versus the lemon pigs on the road to CCL, discuss the shield silliness, preview this weekend's match versus the union, and more now this week's panel coming to us from his private jet say hello to duncan fletcher hello oh he sounds like he's up in the air doesn't he yeah mm. rarefied yes yes on a marcus rashford high welcome to mark hinkley is it really i mean i, I watched about 80 some odd minutes of that game it was it was there I mean, it got way better at the end. I did. All of a sudden, my timeline, that's all it said, though, was Rashford for, like, a minute. So I assumed good things had happened. You could have said, I mean, you know, you could have said a Rashford that isn't clearing up. It's true. There's a clean for that. Yeah. I've just got John Denver in my head, like a Marcus Rashford. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be talking about John Denver when you're up in a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's no, waved the first part of Sunday from one. memory. It's Tony Walsh. Sweet. Lemon pig. Tasty. Uh, as for me, I've grudgingly turned on Slack notifications. I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now this week's show...
All right, first up, it is time for TFC post-match wrap-up extravaganza. Well, it's not really an extravaganza, but um, I know, I'm sorry. Extravaganza? Is that yes. how you pronounce it? She's, she's posh. She's yeah. in Peterborough. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. Yes, she is. Extravaganza. All right, well, TFC. No, I'm from just outside of Peterborough. <laughs> Uh, TFC's crazy stretch of games is over, uh, and they managed to, like as I said, do fairly well. They had five matches in 16 days. They came out of it with a 4-1-0 record, three clean sheets. 13 points, I guess that's fairly well. You know, I didn't yeah. say it was superb, superb, um, but not too shabby. You know, they, they only injured... Three more players? I don't know. Um, so, you know, that's actually probably a pretty decent record for them as well. Uh, so they had uh, the match last Wednesday against the Energy Drinks and then Sunday versus the AU guys. So match against the Energy Drinks, which was one, you know, again, playing the Red Bulls just always seems to be a little dicey with them. And this, this turned out to be the case as well. And the key from this is obviously play your kids. That's, you know... Toronto had the lead on a PK. Uh, we're looking like they were going to grind out, you know, another 1-0 win over a team that said often has their number. And then Caden Clark, he of the wonder strike for his first goal ever uh, the previous week in his first MLS match ever, uh, was subbed on and did what apparently he does. Uh, scored a beautiful goal to tie up the match late-ish in the game um and it was a really lovely goal actually it's hard to begrudge it just because it was really nice um Royer couldn't believe it no head in hands he actually looks sad that was supposed to be my goal yeah how does this happen i've been accused (laughs) royest Uh, don't you hate it when Roy's concede? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Royers conce- conceding to now the new Royest of the Roy's. Yeah. No longer he's sufficiently Roy, Roy enough. He's sufficiently Roy enough. I'm he's now changing his last name to Royd. Because <laughs> he was Royer, but now he's no longer. And, and that comes with rage. Not wrong enough. <laughs> Austrian rage. Um, but it really was, it was a beautiful goal. So, also cute. What could happen if they get angry? <laughs> nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing could possibly mm-hmm. go wrong. But otherwise, it was, you know, it was a fine match. It wasn't anything spectacular overall in terms of anything that was going on uh, on the pitch. I don't think. Um, you well, know, there's a lot of time many of these games were spectacular. That's Look, true. And the results are there, but good God. Yeah, there's not a lot of not a lot of spectacular. It's true. Um, TFC needed a big gulp of uh, pink cow energy beverage at the half. Exactly, obviously. Mm. They, they they lacked tail in the second mm. half. They did. So Caden Clark now has a, an MLS record. Uh, not the youngest player to score 
in MLS game. I think he's the fourth youngest, but he is now the youngest player to score in his first two MLS appearances. Oh boy, what history. a stretch of a record! So there you go. That's 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 <laughs> all. That's all, Caden Clark. There you go. Is is he the youngest player with wavy hair to score a goal? Probably. You know, I didn't check that one. Brought, uh, brought to you by Head and Shoulders. <laughs> Good point. Um. So, you know. Got to draw out of that one. And then, you know, a couple of few days off, you know, in between matches, you know, a little stretch into Sunday uh, against the AU guys who, as we all know, have been have been terrible. Um, and you could tell from the outside of this match that obviously Toronto had played a ton of games, tired legs, missing a bunch of players for various reasons. New knocks had crept up. We've got, you know, the the. the never asked for pairing of uh, Laurent Simon and Omar Gonzalez because Chris Mavinga has a knock and uh, Eric Zavaleta apparently had a knock. And I know it's just Not Eric Zavaleta. I mean, he, he was, uh, you know, like he everybody... was just finally coming into form. Exactly. He was team of the week, man. And he now the rock the entire post season was based on. Yeah. We're screwed now. Yeah. We're done. Um, and then, not too far into the match, uh, Jonathan Osorio was injured. I just can't stop getting injured. Um, so Rob, that was that was like what the twentieth minute. Yeah, it was barely twenty minutes into the match, uh, which of course brought oh that has you know the long awaited, highly anticipated return of Michael Bradley to the pitch. <sighs> dun dun dun. Uh. Uh, Michael Bradley hadn't played, of course, since the beginning of September with uh, with his injury, but he's back. He's back, baby. Actually, you know what? He looked pretty solid. Obviously, you know, the only player who's had adequate rest in a while. Um, and I think, you know, again, I, I sometimes, I no, I don't really appreciate, I don't appreciate when Vanny just gives his players so much rope because there obviously needed to be subs made sooner because once he started making you know, subs for players that, you know, hadn't played constantly and didn't keep giving the ball away, Marky Delgado, um, that, you know, the pace of the game and the shape of the game for Toronto started to change. Uh, so finally, you know, brought on Richie Larea, which was a bit of a, well, not a bit of a, you know, game changer there. Um, and brought on... Um, Liam Frazier, finally, a good 20 minutes after he should have. Um, Jay Nelson came on looking, you know what? Jay Nelson's young, but he's, he's slowly, you know, he's not, he's not, obviously he's no Caden Clark, although I think Jay Nelson has the better hair. Um, but he looked sharper in that match, in, in Sunday night's match, I thought. And yeah, so once he started getting some of the real tired legs out of the match, Toronto looked a lot more, a lot more lively, a lot more, you know, in control. Um, and uh, then we got that great goal from Pablo Piatti off the ball from Rochilla And Duncan, I know you're not a huge fan of Piatti. Yeah, yeah he's okay. I gotta say, I, I, the more he plays, the more I like him. And the team, I find, is better with him in it. And when I he wouldn't does. dispute that either. So... Yeah, it was, it was, again, it was not a, not a game you're, up until the very end, this is not a game that you're going to be like, oh man, did you see that game against Atlanta? 
you're going to be like, oh, did you watch most of that game against Atlanta? I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, and this was something I said to you guys during the match, um, I had completely forgotten that Kubo Torres played for Atlanta. Yeah, that was a fun little, uh, oh, see ya. He's still a thing. That's He's nice. still a thing, apparently. Uh, <laughs> when that they was were... when they were in their collect them all phase. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Stephen Caldwell got to reminisce about playing against him and all that. It was lovely. Was he Q-Bolity? Oh, is this a bit? But yeah, it was, it was, it was very, it was very strange. Although I think I saw someone tweet something about, you know, the who's player from Liga MX with the most goals, Lucas Cavallini um, in, in MLS right now. Um, not Kubo Torres. Yeah. Just he's had, this season or this season? In life, I, 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 I'm pretty sure it's just this season. But you would never have expected it to be Cavallini over Kubo Torres, I don't think, before the season started. Yeah, I mean, you know, Kubo Torres has been here before, and as much as I enjoy him, he's he's never done fuck all, has he? Is yeah. it weird that I always picture him as a Minecraft Houston, character? Up in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Kubo Torres is the Minecraft. <laughs> Thought he looked familiar. The, the Minecraft character, not Kubo Torres. Right. Um, That's pretty funny. Um, so yeah, it's just oh Atlanta. Now, who's that player that came on for them? Um, it was actually. Dun, 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 dun. Was it Mourinho? Somebody. Mourinho that came on at halftime. He was. He was, he was, he was. Barco, he, he, Barco, was yeah. the whole time with a D Kuan as well. Like again, like Atlanta has some decent players. They just, they're, they're not getting out of this hole this year. They, 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 we'll see what happens with them next year. But, uh, um, yeah, there I heard was, they're planning on buying everyone. Well, that's, that's, that's the way you win the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, you know, TFC win. They end the, the road trip with three points. Um, other than Jonathan Osorio, hopefully no further injuries. Haven't heard anything. And then came back to Toronto again because somehow they get to do that. I don't understand. Yeah, and that, that's weird. If they're going to come here and then quarantine for 14 days, how are they going to make it back to Hartford or wherever the fuck they're going next? Uh, they, um, while while they're here, they, they wear full-body bubbles at all times. Mm. Very nice. Yeah. Well, that way they get to really, you know, those those that have kids, the kids just get to, like, bounce them around and that sort of thing. So it's a yeah. lot of fun. Really interactive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good for the munchkins. But yeah. yeah, so you know what? Like it's it's good to have that they've come out of the stretch at least, you know, not most players not horrifically injured from the sounds of it. I don't know. It just feels like they've got a lot of injuries. That 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 little thing that went up before their match on Sunday was like, oh here's an injury update. Here's like seven players that can't play. Oh fun. Um, but it all sounds like minor knocks. So hopefully having most of a week off will help with that. Um, 
And yeah, you can't argue too much with the results, really. You know, they're they're top mm. of the league, whatever yeah. that means. You can't argue with the results, as in you. Know, hopefully, a week off, they will come back and be rejuvenated and actually kind of look impressive. But you know, it's it's been a while since that's since they have been looking impressive, and you know, oh, it missed a penalty, and then some penalties get waved off by VAR, and then sort of random last minute goal that no one really saw coming, and it it doesn't really seem like there's it's a sustainable thing that they've got going on right now. You know, yeah, you take the points when they come, but this doesn't look like it's, you know, oh yeah, this is a team that's going to win the fucking league. Doesn't hey, Kristen. Like hey, what? Remember when you said you can't argue with the results? <laughs> well, that's why we have Duncan to argue with the results. This is this is this is this is why. I literally said I, I, you can't argue with the results. Absolutely, I've got no problem with the results. But, you know. He's arguing with how you get the results. No. Yeah, um, yeah. My apologies. <laughs> but you know what? We said this about them a lot last year, too. We're like, oh, they look like shit. Like, sure, they're getting points and stuff, but whatever. They don't look like they know what they're doing. They don't look cohesive. And somehow they made it to the fucking cup. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they do need to. They are. We'll talk about the, the match against Philly later on the show, but that's something that, you know, they need to be rested for because they're, they're, well, second best team in the league, and they're playing them in their home stadium. So, listen, so yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you get to the cup final. It just matters that Seattle's waiting for you. <laughs> Tradition. Okay, that was that was a fun beginning of the show talking about TFC. Uh, it's time for KNPL time. KNPL time. Uh, no, we don't have Jeff Paulus back on the show this week. Sorry, uh, but we are going to talk about it's Tommy Whedon Jr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Hart, how's your soup? Um, no, we are going to talk about Hamilton heading off to El Salvador for some CONCACAF League play. Is, is this really a CAMPL segment if we're talking about CONCACAF? No, it's a CONCACAF segment. But we're talking You're right, about Duncan. CAMPL team. Uh, yeah, but if you were talking about like, you're, you're, you're parsing leagues right now. I'm parsing Kristen. leagues. If you were talking about, you know, the UEFA Champions League, but mentioned a team, you wouldn't be talking about. Fine, this is Safer. the CanCon section, and we're talking about. No, Champions it's the CanCon CanCon section <laughs> at best. CanCon Yes, Duncan, that's what I said. CanCon <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Anyway, the Handies off to El Salvador to play. Uh, the Lemony Pigs of Municipal Limeño. Um, so juicy. 
they need three wins to get into the CCL. Um, two wins of a, you know, emphatic nature and there's still a chance they somehow make it in, but really it's three wins in it. Uh, so this Thursday, eight o'clock, uh, they've got their one chance. No, well, yeah, it is the one chance um, to this advance. Is a, this is a one-off. It's not a two-leg thing. Yes. It's just Porky's one. There's no Porky's two. Oh, oh that's a shame. Um, so Municipalis so far played uh, two matches in their season. Uh, they've lost one. They've drawn the other. Not really setting their league of fire as of yet, but getting some competitive play. Uh, the Handies haven't played for, what, a month? Um, and uh, this is also the... You say haven't lost in a month. Mm-hmm. They oh, come in with right. swagger. Yeah. Um, they haven't. Uh, this yeah. is the Lemeño's first beaten run. Yeah, foray into um, Concacaf play of any kind. They better so, bring that North Star Shield with them. So they're newbies to this. We <laughs> got no time for shields. It's a North Star Shield, Duncan. Exactly, it's a totally different. League, it's man. legitimate. The North Star would never give up on its shield, not like those supporters. Yeah. Also, it's a terrific microwave dish, perfect for lemon pig. Mm. Five minutes on, you know, maximum. Woo! Crispy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, crazy. how hot do you want the fucking thing to be? I want it hot. God damn it, five I minutes. Want hot pork. I know, five minutes. You can, long you can get 15 before you can safely put it and ingest it. I want those edges crispy. But I don't have time to make it properly because it's in El Salvador. I got to get out of there fast. He's like, there. he could always burn himself on, the, on his hot pockets. So That's right. Like Theo and pizza. <laughs> sure. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, this is uh, the municipal's first chance at uh, CONCACAF play. Uh, Forge obviously has some experience. Having, Have they uh, never been in? Have the, the Juice Pigs never been? Uh... They've never been there. Oh. This is their this is their first this is their first kick at this can. Oh, well, the Forge are downright continental veterans then. Oh, I know. To them. Yes, yes. All the experience, they should be totally, they should be running things. Um, you know, they, How did they, they get decided that uh, the 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 the, uh, the lemon pigs were going to be the home team here? It's just a one-off game. Why, why, yeah, are you, point. why is it in El Salvador? Is it because El Salvador is higher ranked? Probably, but I have no idea. That is an excellent question that I do not can, have the answer. Can you to. reach? Can you reach out to Concacaf? I'll see what I can do. Re and I'll let, and I'll let you know Concacaf. next week. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Hamilton, you know, they did they did okay in their in their first go around last year. Um, they did ultimately uh, lose out to CD Olympia. Um, they beat somebody first, though. They did. They they they, they yeah. beat uh, uh, the 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 guacamole people. So they Antigua. Were Antigua. Antigua, yes. Antigua, yes. Um, but uh, the 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 loss to Olympia was, as we sort of found out later, that half the team had food poisoning, so that wasn't good. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, foreigners, you can't trust them. You yep. can't trust them. That's 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 right, Duncan. You 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 tell him. Um, so hopefully this year uh, we don't have they don't have that issue because it'd be fun to see a Campiel team 
go further into the contest. Um, it'd be great if they, it would just be great if they made it into CCL. I think that would be delightful. Uh, so yes. So the match is um, this Thursday, eight o'clock. And you know, if you like your CAMPL matches, you can't watch, if you like to watch your CAMPL teams on one soccer, uh, then you can. I don't. But if you'd rather watch, <laughs> if you happen to still have cable and you do that sort of thing, TSN has picked up the match. Whoa. Whoa. It's, it's kind of cool. Uh, so it'll, be, it'll be on TSN 3. Mm. Um, is, that, is, is, it, is it Vic Router time? Oh, <laughs> oh, that is a Rick, good final. Which which region gets TSN three as its main TSN channel? Which part of Canada do you, you, you only have one TSN channel? Oh, you're getting this game. Yukon and Southern Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Is that yeah, Yukon Southern Winnipeg region. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Saint Boniface is set. Yeah. Oh, they're they're flying. Um. So I uh, anyway. So Suck it, Brandon. <laughs> Both Manitoba have, and a person named Brandon. I'm just. Yeah, <laughs> if you have Rogers. It's channel four That's all I know. Um. So it's your choices are two soccer Yeah. TSM three, and then if you're really desperate, one soccer. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, if Hamilton win. They advance to play against Taro, who TFC beat twice back in 2011. You know, the heady days when they still completely sucked in MLS, but were somehow, like, okay in CCL play. That that half of a year, they were okay in MLS. That the second the, half of 2011. 2011 into the, yeah. came along, they were okay in MLS. Okay. When did Cooperman's get hurt? Oh, it wasn't until next year, was it? No, that was that season. That it was Cooperman's and Frings came in the middle of 2011, and all of a sudden they looked quite good. Didn't last. It's amazing what good players will do for you. Um, mm. Anyway, so it should be. You know what? It should be a. It should be a fun game to watch. Um, yes, Hamilton haven't played much in the last few weeks, but they've been they've been practicing constantly. Apparently, they were supposed to get a week off, and most of the players came back within a few days, just because you know. Aww. I know they're so dedicated. It's so cute. Uh, I don't. I don't think... want to spend time with my family. Exactly yeah. like I got um, used to being away from those fucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, Mark. Maybe you know, being Hamilton super fan. Uh, um, if there are any injury concerns. Um, I believe. Uh, I believe there. Are, uh, Danko's not going to be. Uh, right. Derek, he, he's That's still suffering. Yeah. He's still hurting from the island games. Uh, but I guess, I guess his his uh, rehab timeline. If they somehow survive this and go on to the next round, he'll be available for that match. And it looks like they're without Sela, Clady Clady Sela. So he's got he wrecked his knee. So he's oh he's he's done until like he's super done. Yeah. yeah. So. I uh, haven't heard anything else otherwise. Uh, yeah. So. All right. How's the we haven't sold Becker off yet, so. Eh. <laughs> how's, how's Bobby's beard coming? Still um, I, Apparently still I, glorious. I don't know. It still frightens many children. He's probably going to hold on to it until at least past uh, 
Halloween. Uh, just mm. to keep way. candy in it. Yeah, keep keep kids from the candy. Oh yeah. If you want it, you got to reach in. <laughs> Your hand ain't coming back. That's gone. That's just gone. But uh, yeah. Yeah, that's my super fandom. All Back right. To you, Thank you so much, Marker, <laughs> for that for that excellent update. Is it excellent? Is it really? That's the kind of shit. That's the kind of shit one soccer wishes it had. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Up to the minute beard watch. News, beards, and socks. Two soccer. <laughs> Traffic on the elevens. <laughs> All right. Um, I would say player to watch, and that's why I had a question mark next to it because I was like, ah, player to watch. Um, we don't know anything about the other team, and uh, it's just not concern ourselves. Bastian uh, Schweinsteiger. Mm, good right, one. He's going to yeah. lead Chicago to World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, he should always that's where he's going to retire to. Um, all right. The well, then, pigs. predictions. Man. <laughs> oh I'm going to one Hamilton. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Um, uh, I don't know, man. I, how good is the team going to be that hasn't played a competitive match in a month and a bit? Um, Come on, Mark. You can say it. Listen to the glee in Duncan's voice as he anticipates Mark predicting against his own club. 4 0 Hamilton. There you go, Duncan. <laughs> you don't, do you mean that? I, I, I hope uh, I hope I hope you can I hope you don't choke on that one because it's a pretty big one. Uh, mm. No, I, I I think Hamilton I think Hamilton can win this. Um, I I'll say I'll I'll go two 0 I'll go two 0 All right. Probably both penalties. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be playing eight at the back and just <laughs> Nanko or, or, or uh, Novak just happens to get. Hauled down twice. He was never going to get the ball, but the ref's like, "You weren't supposed to do that." Two nil. Okay, uh, I'm going to go two nil to the pig fuckers, but uh, zero COVID infections. There we go. So positive all round. I, hmm. Apparently, the Belize game got called off already this week. Yep. The and there's another one that Matagua, I think, is also looking. Iffy. Default, 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 default. <laughs> hey, hey, if, if Seba and El Hilal can crap out of the Champions League in Asia due to COVID, we can win this one because of COVID. True. Yes. <laughs> Tony? Hmm. Come on. No, I'm thinking. I, I'm going to say 2-1 Hamilton with a late dramatic winner. Much like taking that lemon pork out of the microwave at the very like just a second before five minutes, it's still steaming hot, but it's a surprise still. You hate you hate the roof of your mouth. Clearly, Seriously, that's what's so is. much. Like I wouldn't put like I wouldn't put leftovers in the in the microwave for like a minute because of of the of the heat that it generates. That's well, how we roll in microwave. Then that's that's how we roll in the suburb of Howard. What is happening? That's that's how you have to eat when you're in the suburb of Santa Rosa de Lima in La Union. Ooh, uh, yeah. Somebody's Wikipediaing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good 
Cheros. <laughs> All right, well. Their second, their second nickname is the Santo Roseños. Oh, I guess the, the, people, the, of the, the people of Santa Rosa. That's yeah, that's what it is. Los Chancheros. Or Los Chancheros? I don't know. Whatever. All right, well, mucha suerte, Hamilton. And we'll talk about you next week. This is ridiculous. Yeah, we could yeah, we could talk about how teams are doing and scoring. Vancouver actually won a couple games, which is far. Um but really we're here to talk about the supporter shield. When is a shield, not a shield. Um so like this year hasn't had enough crazy things happening. Uh, something no one really expected to happen. Uh, the mostly unknown, or completely unknown, Supporter Shield Foundation made an announcement on their social media on Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> mostly unknown. <laughs> I like completely that. Unknown. They're like secret society. Kind of. Shat- well, they're 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 a Shadow subset. Government. They the are. They're, they're a shadowy subset, although apparently completely independent, but elected by members of the ISC board. But they operate independently. Their sole purpose is to care. Is the care and feeding of the shield really? I know? need. I need Jesse Ventura to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> my, my, um, are they located in Minnesota? Um. So they made. So so they they came up with this announcement on social media that with. A mere three weeks left in the season. Most 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 teams with, you know, five matches left. Sorry, Colorado, you're not included in this. Um, We're sick. They uh, stay in bed. Uh, that the Sporter Shield was not going to be given out this year. Uh-huh. So you could feel it through the internet. You, you mean they're just not going to have an actual physical presentation? It's still going to be awarded and no. considered a thing. There's just no physical presentation, right? No, no, no. They're they're not awarding it at all. Hmm. Because, okay, then. Yes. So. There has to be a good reason. Yeah, the, the reasoning completely out of whack as well. Um, what is it? Okay, so here, I'll, I'll just, everyone's seen it. Let's just read it. Um, after much consideration and discussion, uh-huh, the Supporter Shield Foundation has decided to forego. Sorry, I'm live fact checking. Go ahead. Supporter Shield for the 2020 season. This is not an easy decision to make, but with, with the inability for supporters to be in attendance and fill their stadiums with passion. Dallas. We feel as though the current climate goes against the spirit of the shield, and I, you know, there's just there's no point. I, we the can come back to it. It was just it's that part right there, and so because 
you know, the very high, it's very high minded babble, you know, about fans not being able to be in the stands passionately supporting their clubs. And it's, it's, it's bullshit is what it is. And then they, and then the ISC, which had to suddenly like actually make a statement on the statement for the thing that's a subset of them, but independent of them. Oh, shadowed organizations. They doubled down um, about, you know, unbalanced schedules and the unfairness of it all for some of the teams and blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's just, and it's gone round and round in this really stupid circle. Um, nothing like a shield uh, that has, you know, convinced no one of, their 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 you know what their true motives were in this um or even why they decided they came to this decision but the pro- one of the problems with this is the complete lack of transparency and the complete lack of you know any sort of relation to the supporter groups that are part of the ISC and the support the supporter shield foundation is five people um that again elected by the ISC board members. That's so complicated. But one of the things that sort of kept floating out there was that, oh, we totally told you guys. It was in the Slack channel. It's not our fault you didn't look. And and really, like, leaning into the fact that, oh, they totally told everybody. And, and you know, we've I've talked to, um, you know, Kings of the North and Red Patch Boys are the Toronto FC supporter group uh, representatives in the ISC. Um and so I've talked to, I've talked to people from Kings of the North. Uh, the president of the Red Patch Boys put out a statement. Everyone is everyone, and, and you've seen, I've seen it from other groups, from other teams as well. And pretty much everything I've said has said the same thing. Nobody saw this alleged Slack message or Slack notification. And plus, for something like this, you do your due diligence. If no one's responding, you follow up. You 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 send out emails. You know, maybe try a different channel. Hey guys, did you see the Slack message? Like I'm in a few Slack groups and that's what everyone does. If it's really important, you try to make sure that everyone has seen it. Not just like, well, we posted it. It's like, it's like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You know, the plans were on file, you know, in the basement of the municipal building, you know, available on alternate Thursdays between 4.30 and 4.45 kind of thing. Um, But one of the, so one of the best things, not best things, one of the most helpful things is Morgan Hughes, uh, who's a, a a crew fan, a crew supporter. He was the main, one of the main people behind Save the Crew, uh, has been doing some very good sort of due, due diligence on this and, and looking into things. And so, what did he say? So the Supporters Shield Foundation, appointed by the ISC, operates independently of the ISC board and the member groups who belong to the ISC. But they're required to send, you know, supposed to send monthly updates. And they usually do. And then suddenly, you know, and, and, and no thought throughout this, no, 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 just no, nothing in their reports throughout the season so far saying, you know, we're just not sure about awarding the Sporter Shield this year. We just, we're just not sure. We, 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 it, we're, we're having thoughts about it. Nothing. And then they had their October meeting and then just informed the board that they were canceling the Shield. And then apparently they posted a single message in a committee channel on Slack. It wasn't like an open channel. They didn't tag it. They didn't at anybody. They literally just like, what is, what is the one, what is the loophole we can use to say that we posted something somewhere that somebody could have possibly stumbled across so we can say that we told them. That's basically what they did. 
and I'm trying to again lean on this uh, plus the whole what well, the schedule is unbalanced one it's MLS the schedules been unbalanced every year except for two every year every year um, the rules change in MLS as fast as you you know can blink um, I blink and, really fast too I know I, Super I, fast. And, that, and that's that's why I said it because that's pretty much how fast things change. just changed. You know how I know? I know. Um, but like it's it's just it's so ludicrous the way they went about this. Um, so of course the backlash has been loud, and you know when when Alexi Lawless is the one who's supporting you, you should know you're in the wrong. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a good barometer right there. It really is. That that should I, be your only barometer. I, but he did I, put the American flag emoji. That really drove the point home. It really mm. did. <laughs> I do appreciate the fact that uh that somehow over the uh air quotes summer in which they were discussing this, at no point did anybody go, Hey guys, don't you think this is a we should have said something already? Like, like they had so many opportunities to at least introduce this concept, and they just didn't. And now, all of a sudden, because of some mystical, secretive, lizard people esque fucking subset of a subset of of a of of, of entitled people, the royal um, family are involved. Yes, yes. <laughs> this goes yes. high. Like. I just David Ike's right in there. <laughs> I, I, I want to see. I want to see the the Slack channel responses where somebody goes, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Or isn't this too fucking late? Or don't you assholes have something better to do? Like I, I can't believe that that it got this far this late, and that there's continuing of like doubling and tripling down. Like holy shit! It just takes one person to go. Hey guys, y'all are dumb. You should have thought of this earlier. We're doing this. But no, no, let's keep making it dumber. So let's keep proofing. Yes, that's what I was going to say the same thing. If ever there was an organization that should have hired bastard proofing. We're available. We're available. It's not that hard. We don't charge that much. No. We will have a decision within minutes. It's never taken us longer than minutes. Really I mean, happens. this is this is what happens when people are stuck in indoors too long. This kind of <laughs> happens. That's a good point. So now they've alienated and angered a huge swath, not just of supporters, but players and coaches. If anyone read or heard Greg Vanny's comments about it, um, other players, uh, not just it's, again, this isn't just a TFC thing, by the way. Uh, American fans who are listening, and I know you know that because you know us. Uh, I would be upset about this if TFC were nowhere near the top of the table. Oh, this is, this this is stupid. This is stupid. Regardless of who's at the top of the table. This is still dumb. I I would support it. If it was Vancouver up there. (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, yes. Because that's the natural course of of nature. Yes. You know, something has to step in at the last minute to prevent Vancouver from. (laughs) We would understand. From getting anything. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, so they've, they've angered 
a huge swath of of the MLS base in and on all levels. Um, and they've hand and this is what this is what other than the fact that you've pissed so many people off and you and you keep doubling down on like your high minded like that you're you're upholding some sort of bizarre ideal that the spirit of the make, shield, Kristen. Yeah, ex- mm. yeah, sorry. Um, like you know, like the, the goalposts keep moving every time, you know, I look at it. So MLS is now, MLS sort of came out with like a, a weird sort of, not a statement in support, but just kind of like, well, okay, um, someone's still going to win the, 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 the league though. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that. Um, so they've removed all references of the Shield from MLS's website. It doesn't say not, supporter Shield standings anymore. It just I'm says not so sure overall. I'd, I'd say that. I'm not so sure that was a, a letter of support rather than a letter of contained glee. Well, exactly, because yeah. they that's and that's the other thing is that so one of the great things about Sporter Shield, um, or any trophy of this nature that goes to the league champion, you know, not and get in this case because not a playoff champion, um, or you know, recognizes a team that is consistently excelled throughout the season or managed to come out on top, whatever. You know, this was created by the supporters for the teams, right, in recognition of that. And this was, you know, it was held independently of MLS. Yes, obviously in conjunction with MLS as the years went on, you want to, you know, have those relationships um, kind of like with the Voyager's Cup works in conjunction with the, you know, with the CSA and everything. Again, that started, um, you know, that was a fan-created trophy, is a fan-created tournament. And it was still held you know, oh, I, hope, I hope the Voyageurs decide not to award the Voyageurs Cup this year. Just because, <laughs> oh, it's kind of bullshit and they didn't do a proper competition. So exactly. No, oh, the meetings it. we've had about it. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, we haven't had Come on, Voyageurs. Come I'm, on. I'm, I'm in that yeah, Slack channel. Trust the me, challenge. there's been no discussion of this. Um, although although it, does, it does remove the, the, the worry about which Voyager we're going to have to get to, to present the trophy this year. Um, I'm free. I'm just saying. Okay. I, I, will, I mean, I'm probably the lowest rung on the fucking total. I will, I will float if there's, that a, to if the there's board. a rung, I'm on it. I will happily do it. All if right. this is my way in, I will happily do it. I will mention that. Um, Due but, to social distancing, I'm just going to have to present the trophy to myself this year. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. On, on behalf uh, of the winners, thank Kyle, you very much. Kyle, stay yeah. over there. Kyle, take off my mask. Take it. Take I'm going to place the trophy on this skateboard and then I'm going to push it in your direction. Once it leaves my foot, it is your responsibility to ensure the safety of the cup. One, two, <laughs> three. No! <laughs> anyway, so they have... It explodes. It naturally explodes. Yeah, it explodes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, as Tony said, and a lot of us have talked about this, and this is the thing that I think is so frustrating is is not only how they're how they're acting, how they're treating other supporters, um, even like like the president of the ISC. You know, like, there's been a lot of a lot of stupidity on on social media, and again, that's often the nature of social media, especially soccer social media. Uh, it just it's you know it's one of those things, but is that they are handing the league this golden opportunity to make their own trophy cup shield thing whatever absolutely like, they're yeah. just they, they might as well just be like but i mean you know what the, if that happens how can you blame like 
how can you blame MLS at that point? Oh, I don't blame decide, MLS decide, for that yeah, at all. If they, if they decide enough is enough, okay, one thing leagues like, they like to protect their image. This looks Bush League. They like they like to have control of their properties. MLS loves it, especially because you know we love they love their branding and everything. And also, I, I know a few people have mentioned this on uh, social media, arguing about this. No corporate leadership, Don Garber and the leadership of MLS, likes to look stupid publicly and likes their product to look stupid. And that's what this. Whether it was intent, I don't think it was intentional, but the result of it is it it does make MLS look bush league. Because what's one of the first comments you saw? This is why people don't take this league seriously. Yeah. Oh, it was, wasn't intentional. I don't think they they got up and thought, you know what, we're tired of looking after the no, shield. No, no. You know, you know what this. You know, you know what right. it, that's, it, that's, that that underlines their stupidity that they didn't. That this, and that's why this yeah. strikes up. It strikes everyone as like just fanboyism like you know yeah. we we know the culture that happens in north america around football you know supporters groups sometimes get a very you know they, they build the build walls around themselves yeah, oh, and, yeah. And, and you know and and a superiority over other regular fans who aren't yes. part of like an organized uh, mm-hmm. group you know you know it happens everywhere it happens in, in other parts of the world too it's not especially especially unique to here like um but you know it really just and what, who knows? We don't. We don't know this group. We've never had interaction with them. I mean, I know some people in, in the, you know, around TFC would have had interactions with them because they're part of like the grander scheme. But, but it just to people on the outside, it just feels like a bunch of dudes in a room who noses got at a joint that they wouldn't get like a trip to the MLS Cup final or not the MLS Cup final. Sorry, to to where to present um, in the supporter shield to the who winner's club so that they decided to just like say no well if we can't be part of it it doesn't exist and yeah at, at that point I'm, if i'm the league i'm like okay strike one you're out because i mean you know what i what i don't get is like for so many years and you and you touched upon it Kristen. like supporter shield wasn't really i mean it was there it was very like kind of informal they handed it as a very much kind of grassroots thing but the league to their somewhat credit, I mean, it benefited them as well. They they kind of gave it more of an official place within the league. You know, it was referred mm-hmm. to more. It was like the the overall points winner was. You know, it was very much declared that they were the support shoe. I, I don't know why after all that work because that, that must have taken a lot of work to get the league to you know accept a non entity you know trophy as, as part of their what they mean yeah yeah and and i like to put that at risk after all that work of of getting it to be like a valued and observed part of the league is is just mind-boggling and then again i don't think that was their intention but it's i think it's got a very good chance that they don't reverse their decision of it of that being the result i mean it's like you were saying they're just out there over you know, just the self-importance and everything. It's presumably they were thinking, yeah, this is the, the supporter shield and the, the league should be happy that we allow them to play along or something. It's as if they feel that, you know, they are the most important part of this. And, you know, well, you know, supporters weren't there and we wouldn't be able to travel to present it. So, you know, I, uh, it's not even worth doing it. And, you know, as if the, the league and the players and the actual game and what have you is like the, the minimal, you know, not important part of this, which, you know, I think that's the only way you can really understand it is they, they think, you know, right, yeah, it's just, you know, 
the supporter shield were the most important part of this and you know we can make this decision and other supporters will stand by us because obviously other supporters and regular fans you know, they all you know believe in this as well and yeah it, it's just a completely up your own ass kind of exaggerated self-importance and yeah it, it's baffling really but mm -hmm. uh I mean, I, I really like the idea of that there is a trophy for this. And yeah, the supporters are kind of in charge with it and the league because they didn't want anything to do with it and they want more focus on the playoffs and, and the league kind of had to go along. I didn't love that idea. And now, yeah, they've shot it away. So, yeah. I mean, even even if their intentions were genuine, give them, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, you know, that they, they felt that the integrity of the competition has been compromised. But, you know if you want the shield to be part of the league in, in that kind of official manner that it has become in the last, I guess, I don't know, what, what, what do you say? Five, 10 years. I don't know that it's, I didn't really shown. Years. Yeah. 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 I mean, if they want it to be part of the league, then they're going to have to suck it up that the league makes its own competition rules and they're going to change mm. constantly. This league is constantly expanding. You know, there's a good chance one day we see a league where there's an East and a West that don't play each other. You know, so if they don't like the fact that they can't control how the competition plays out, and especially this year of all, like so many sacrifices have been made from the players to like, you know, the, the clubs themselves, like, yeah, okay, we, we, we like laugh about, you know, the players in the clubs because they make all the money and stuff like that. But, you know, it's, it's hard on the players and, and the staffs of, of places, you know, who aren't getting paychecks because their teams aren't playing in their stadiums, all these kind of things. Like, this is a year to like, if there ever was hold your, hold your yeah. yeah, you hold I mean, your nose to this. But like, if if they don't like that the league is can change the the rules of competition, it's best for them if they get out of it and find a different reason to hand out a supporters yeah. trophy. So, is of descendants of Lord Stanley of Preston getting all pissed off that oh now that the, their trophy is going to the NHL, it's going to some kind of whole bunch of American teams rather mm -hmm. than the, the, the top-ranked Canadian team, which is what its intention was. Mm -hmm. No, you know, they kind of went with it. So one of the things, again, back to, to Morgan Hughes, who, again, who has done a lot of work in sort of putting information out there, he was talking with um, uh, a supporter who, I guess, was was part of the, the supporter, supporter council, the supporters meeting way back in 98, Um at the supporters summit when it was, when it was, when the suggestion for this came into being, when this was created. And, and, and one of the things that, you know, one of the considerations or one sort of like the rules they laid down was that whatever schedule rules, tiebreakers, whatever the conditions were that the teams and the players played under that year, it, the shield would still be awarded. It was, it was, it was, it didn't matter because MLS changes their rules so often you know like we don't have playoff shootouts anymore they've changed the nature of playoffs a gazillion times they've 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 changed the nature of um how many times eastern teams play western teams they've changed the nature of interconference competition like it's it, it changes literally every season and one of the things was that you know when this was started and again things change you know things move they 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 revise how they look at things but this was part of the original spirit of the shield and no matter 
no matter how what MLS did for the competition, it would still go to the team with the highest points total. This was this was what it was meant to be. Um, but also, I want to like just a sort of a another what I see as a as a as a wedge um, between MLS and the ISC because again, the the Supporter Shield Foundation is part of the ISC. And the ISC has had to do some tap dancing to either decide if they're supporting or not supporting their own shadowy, you know, intra group group um, in this matter is that so they've handed MLS this golden opportunity to create their own their own trophy um, league paid for sponsored uh, do with what they want. But it also, you know, it 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 puts that space in between the league and the ISC that lessens the cooperation that needs to happen um, between the league and the supporter groups in order for the supporter groups to um, operate in the stands, road trips, but also messaging, you know, like last season we had, all those conversations, all that drama, all those protests over uh, Iron Front, over political messaging, over banners and stuff, and a lot of that. Yes, the 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 ISC and the and the and the member groups were supported by you know by fans, by players, um, by the MLSPA. But again, it's, you know, it's MLS's MLS's. You know, they they it's their decision ultimately. And again, yes, you know, you make bad decisions, maybe you lose fans, but they're just giving them another, to me, this, this, this feels like they're handing them another opportunity to distance themselves from cooperating with the ISC when they give them these, these breaks away saying, oh, well, we did this without discussing this with you. Yeah, it's our trophy, but we're going to be dicks about it. So screw you. And they can say like, well, Guess what? Yeah. The next time we talk about the supporter code of conduct, let's see where that goes. Yeah, I, I you know, I go back to what I said earlier. Uh, corporate, I mean, MLS is a corporation. So if there's one thing corporations fucking hate, it's not being able to control their own narrative and, you know, their own image. That's why they, you know, get into the, all their image rights and they're so careful with every little name of everything and every little like design and look of things because they want to control everything. They don't want anyone else to be able to be able to control what is said about their product. And this just, this just plays into their hands. Like this is, this is like, uh, we can't trust these people, these soccer fans. They, they cannot be trusted. They, they don't understand what, you know, we need to do as a league. So let's, like you said, it's very possible that they could just say, let's just, you know, push them further out of drift and keep them at an arm's length because, we need to protect our. We, we can't have this happen again. There's a very you know a very real possibility they look at the relationship like that. We can't risk a, a corporate embarrassment when we have sponsors and all these kind of things that we have to you know pay the piper to. So yeah, there's a there's a good chance that this has uh, long term knock on effects if if a decision isn't made. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know how fast like. I'm not even sure if a decision, if they reverse their decision now, if it's not already like put a big dent in uh, things. I mean, relationships can rebuild, but it's just well, such a such a to, to use it's such a, a it's such an use a football colloquialism. Point. It's such an own goal. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the the SSF is you know now a joke. Well, they're now a joke, but also reeling. Um, so they're they're they're. 
their last two tweets. Um, one was two days ago, one was yesterday. So ISC reps, please check the Slack and your emails for communication with regards to the Supporter Shield and a Q&A with the board. Um, and then the board is providing an update. We're currently holding meetings with supporter group representatives about the original decision in light of new information. No idea what the new information is. The new information is everybody's pissed. The fuck is wrong with you? And feedback we have received. A public update will be forthcoming. So I haven't heard anything today, um, you know, from anyone. I've seen a couple of tweets saying, oh, I hear a decision is coming, but nothing has been publicly put out there. Uh, so I had hoped that we would have something before today's recording. That's okay. It means it'll happen tomorrow and we'll talk about it in a week's time. <laughs> I, I know we've, I know we've kind of flown pot past this point, but I, it just keeps resonating in my head. So these guys came up with the decision to do this stupid thing. Okay. So that was MLS's back tournament ended uh, two months ago. Jeez. That would have been a good, uh, August 11th is when it supposedly ended. I say supposedly because Wikipedia could be wrong. So August 11th, that's, that's just, it's over two months. Okay. They didn't think to shut it down then when we had this weird abbreviated tournament with a ton of uncertainty going ahead. They didn't think of shutting it down when two of the clubs were kicked out due to COVID. You're worried about balance now when two teams were omitted from the tournament due to illness. <laughs> like, like, like the compounded mistakes upon the state, like never mind the, the announcements are really truly just the layers of shitty icing on a terrible dried out fucking stale cake. But holy shit. Like, like, like I, I keep thinking of that, that, uh, that meme tweet where it's like uh, the time, the time to delete this tweet is when you sent it. The next best time is right now. It's kind of like that at every stage. You should have taken that back. You should have had never had the conversation about it. You should have never had the announcement about it. You should never have discussed it. You should never have considered the timing. Like it's unbelievable how many fucking levels of fuck uppery. And it and let's assume that, like sir, do we know how many people were on this shadow government? Five. Five? five. So they managed to find five people, not a single one of them of a voice of like, hey guys, isn't this a little stupid busy work? Because it really feels like stupid busy work. Well, it, it, you know what it, it gets to be? It gets to be that kind of navel-gazing, like, where, where it's like, oh, everybody's going to agree with us. We are the most pious of supporters. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it's, it's just, un, like, I can't help but think that, that uh, um, I could order a, uh, a box of those rubber bracelets that will have WWGD. And I could give it to every member of the Independent Supporters Council and and their shadow governments and all their other subsets, so they could constantly look at their wrist and wonder what would Garber do with every fucking decision that they make. Because honestly, like this was massive, like stupid. Yeah. Like the, well, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Just like like you bringing up the the the, the protesting with the Iron Front, like that. I don't know how much they led that. 
and realize that they were probably like the arm that kind of would go and speak yes, on their behalf. Nothing to do with it, but the ISD was certainly involved with the Western supporter groups, and then um, supporter groups throughout the league that got involved. Right. So, like they in that in that way, it was like they had a very good purpose. But they did. They were and they were doing good things. And again, yeah, they, they had, had, they, a, had to go from that to this. Yeah. Like I mean, it, it is quite an apples to oranges comparison. I accept that, but just in the like. Oh, no, like, there's no question to fight them on the iron front thing. Absolutely no question. Great move. Good idea. Let's pull this tournament that is literally named after us. Like pull this trophy that is literally named after us because we think it's a good idea. What? Anyway, sorry. So no, sorry. I'm saying, so you were saying what would what would Garber do? And we've we've talked extensively about the fact that the league is going to gleefully if this doesn't if something doesn't happen soon. Uh, the league will gleefully create their own trophy. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, so what I want to know is what is the name of your trophy? What is MLS naming their new trophy? What have you come up with? Oh, it's the, the Lockheed Martin Championship Tesla Shield brought to you by Trump Hotels and Steaks. Nice. Yeah. Um, mine okay. is the Chick-fil-A Continental Cup. <laughs> Brought Ooh. to you by Audi. Nice. <laughs> uh, Audi didn't deserve that. But <laughs> <laughs> they know what they did. <laughs> yes, they did. The, uh, the Volkswagen Smart Car Mini Cooper Fiat 500 Tiny Trophy. Basically, uh, I like it. I see we Americans, too. we understand the concept, but why? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I, I, no I, cars, trophies for winning the league before the playoffs. Why? I, I thought that would be an opportunity for the league to garner some new sponsorships. So uh, it's actually going to be the Plan B Pill presents the visit, Ve- the visit Vegas MLS Points Shield brought to you by the Fleshlight. Because mm. there's still time to change your mind and deal. But if not, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> 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 Oh, I don't know what to do with that. It just needed some kind of dental down reference in there with a (laughs) (laughs) You watch your mouth, literally. Um, One last question before we leave this section. Um, What is the name of your secret Slack channel? Slack Jewsbury. That's a good one. That's a great fucking name. Slacks. Are they khakis? Are they a suit? I don't know. I, I presume that's what slacks is. It's about pants. I, totally. Yes, they have, all their me- they have all their meetings all their meetings in pants. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, can you come up to the can you come up to the right pocket? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, uh, mine, mine is uh, Tirana talk. Mm. That's that's good. Thank you, uh, 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 D- Duncan. I. At least it's honest. I'll just I'll just tell them, okay? Yeah. Come on. Um, the even more minority the vo- the vocal even more minority podcast. It's a side joint between Duncan and I. Oh. Strangely, generously uh, bankrolled by Moldovans. So. Um, oh, okay. We've got we've got like two hundred episodes, but it's super underground, really subversive. The three soccer Moldovan people. Oof. 
you don't want to mess with that. I don't even no. want to think about that. I'm going to let you guys deal with that nonsense. No. I, I'll, I'll talk to our I mean, bosses in, 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 you know, in, in Toronto, so that's fine. I mean, they don't have guns, but they've got really sharp sticks. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So sharp. Fucking sharp. Oh. You, you, if you ever need a spear, oh, man. Moldova's where it's at. Chinasau? Ugh. Full of sharp <laughs> sticks. Full of sharp sticks. Oh, oh dear. Alternate Slack channel. What's wrong with WhatsApp? I'm still angry. I don't even get to just stick with BBM. I didn't even <laughs> like being there. I miss BBM. BBM's the best. Why do we constantly have to have new things? Slack. What the fuck even is Slack? Slack's actually really nah. great, but anyway. Da, 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 da. No one tell them about Discord, okay? Um, I already don't like it. Me neither. <laughs> Sounds like angry disco. Yes. Stay alive. Disco's supposed to be happy <laughs> and full of cocaine. Uh. Breathe, I need to breathe and wipe off the sky. Slow down, I know I will find you here. You're trophy hunting, kill for nothing. Tired of watching, turning tables. I can't let go. I'll set free from you. All right. So to end off our show, it is time for more TFC talk where we talk about TFC. Um, we are, of course, going to preview the Philly game. We have a couple other things uh, that we want to talk about first. Um, one, just sort of, a, you know, a mention, a shout out to the TFC uh, BIPOC Fan Coalition. Uh, we've obviously had Mike Newell on the show a couple times. Um, he and Tej Sahoda, another friend of the show. Hi, Tej. We're interviewed by Laura Armstrong of the Star. Also someone that's been on the show before. Sorry? He's not just a friend. He's been a participant. Yes, He's exactly. been a guest. Yes, former former guest as well. Um, the both of them legends. Both of them legends. Um, interviewed by Laura Armstrong in the Star uh, a couple days ago about, about the group itself, about the work they're trying to do with the team. Not just, again, like trying to, as, as, as Mike has said on, on our show and, and, and on uh, social media, yes, the talking about the experiences is important so people understand what um, BIPOC fans go through in the stands, getting into the stadiums, so on and so forth. But also just working with the team in order to change things and really like, focusing in on um, uh, the experience at the stadium, but also, you know, like cultural nights that aren't cultural appropriation and full of stereotypes about um, representation within the the club itself, about um, working with uh, BIPOC fans um, on, you know, community initiatives, that sort of thing. So if you haven't had a chance to read that interview I do highly recommend it. Um, if you don't already follow um, the TFC BIPOC Fan Coalition on the Twitters, you should. Lots of good information there, uh, supported by lots of really great people. And I would then, also yes. recommend, uh, if you're going to read that article, 
try and find a copy of uh, the paper that it was in. It was either Saturday. I think it was Saturday's paper. Oh, uh, why? Yes, I do get the paper. And the, the best part of it, I presume it was the exact same article that's online, but the, the photo that they chose on the front page of the sports section had Mike Newell looking yes. uh Quick dapper. Um, you know, looking good. Dapper, yes. Uh, then there was also a, a secondary photo on like the, the inner page where the story continued. They had a little photo to illustrate that as well. And this is the best part of it because what that photo was, it was basically a, a picture of uh, I guess the inebriati, I guess, when, when the supporter shield, when, when they got the supporter shields. So it was like 2017, a bunch of inebriati people. There's like a couple of topless dudes at the front. Uh, holding up the shield, and then a bunch of other people, mainly in black T-shirts, that say FCK MTL, and you know, picture the inebriati. It's not a particularly BIPOC group, really, is it? No. Why was and, that? And that this, was in the story. I, don't know. I did. Yes, that was that was like the uh, the photo that was kind of in there oh, to illustrate kind of this particular do story. Better. Yeah. I don't know if they, they originally were thinking, oh, well, we're going to do something about the supporter shield. And then is like, well, no, this is our TFC story this week and fine. But yeah, we'll just, just use the same photo. It's fine. But um, yeah, I mean, it was entertaining. That's, it really added something to the story, I oh, thought. Words. Anyway, yeah. Fine. Buy, uh, buy uh, the physical newspaper, kids. <clears throat> it's worth it. I'm, I miss having the physical newspaper. I. I... I, I I like the newspaper. That was always one of my one of my joys was going through all the sections. But, they just need uh, to give it a fancy new name like Slack or Disco Cord. <laughs> yes. Disco oh, Cord. No, I need a way to get it delivered to my apartment building where I am sure that my neighbors won't steal my paper. Ink blot. Newspaper. It's about N U with umlauts. Umlauts. Yes. Yeah. Newspaper. Yeah. Uh, I'm in. I I want into the ground floor of this. Uh, I I, I just want a small percentage of this app. It's an app, right? It's an app. Yeah, it's a handheld. It's a handheld app. We can call it an app, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, it's handheld app. It's it's flippable. Um, It's interactive. Interactive. It's wireless. Yes. Yes. Oh, Bluetooth. I like it. Okay. Tapes. Tapes. Recyclable. Yeah. Yep. Oh, environmental, environmentally right. friendly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Shareable. You can you, yes. you can share within this app. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah uh-huh. totally. Um, Look at us changing lives. You can customize it. <laughs> Go on. Cats can shit on it. No. <laughs> I need all of my apps to be cat shittable. Yeah. Yeah. Take that, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time and a cat took a good just... dump on Twitter? I follow Rex Chapman. It's probably in there. Uh, and if you're stuck at home and all of a sudden using like a, a home office and all of a sudden you notice, huh, wow, the sun comes through this window at a really annoying angle. I need to get a blind for that. And you go to blinds to go and they tell you it's going to take two fucking months to get a blind. You can use newspaper to block the window. Sweet. But Duncan, a window into my life. I want to eat this fish. What could I put it in? <laughs> yes. Does it go in WhatsApp? Can I put this on my phone? Mm. Can I use my phone as a plate? I don't think you should. It's going to get greasy. Duncan, I have a gift, but I have no paper to wrap things in. What would you recommend 
as a substitute. Take 10 smartphones mm. and kind of like just 10 smartphones and some solid tape and just a big smartphone uh, wrapping to whatever the gift is. But that seems expensive. <laughs> if only there were a more versatile, cheaper newspaper. All right, I, Duncan, I'm a farmer and I need to make a scarecrow. <laughs> can I put an app in the scarecrow? You can. Oh, yes. That would work very well, young man. Cheers. How many, how many acres do you have? <laughs> SoundCloud's not gonna like this. Yeah, fuck them. We're on newspaper now. So, um, before we get into the match, one of the things I wanted to, to talk about—if you haven't already seen, um, sorry, I'm not introducing this section very well. Um, Conan the Barbarian, who is. Uh, has been uh, a very, you know, an important player for TFC this season. You know, he had a he had a great COVID Cup. Um, he's he's been he's stepping in for injured Josie Altador, although he himself is now injured because everybody on TFC is injured, it seems. Um, but you know, and he's he's you know he's someone we he's been with the club a few years. Um, you know, his first appearance last year, and he's a young guy. He's like twenty years old. Um, has both uh, American and Canadian citizenship. Uh, there's some questions about who he might play for internationally at the senior level because he hasn't been capped either way yet. He has spent some time in the U.S. youth academies and played with um, their U17 side. But now that he's started, you know, to show what he can do, uh, Herdman and Co. are kind of like, oh, what do we have over here? So there's 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 chat about that, but. One of the things that has come out recently, uh, TSN sort of special feature mini doc kind of thing and, and really underscores the you never know what someone else is going through um, statement that, you know, we sort of try to put out there is that when, he, you know, within the last decade, he and his brother and his mom, his single parent, uh, were homeless and spent the better part of a year living in a homeless shelter while um, his mom suffered from depression and while he and his brother were playing soccer in Brampton and trying to, you know, look after themselves, look after their mom um, and, you know, keep their family together. And if you haven't watched the feature on TSN, I do Highly recommended. It's called TSN Originals um, Together is the is the title of, of this one. And it not only, you know, is somewhat heartbreaking um, just to see, you know, just to see what people go through and to see what his family has gone through and what his mom has gone through. And obviously, you know, you know, these are strong kids and this is a strong woman. Um, but it gives you an understanding as to what motivation is for for him as a player on on a different level in terms of you know one of the reasons he he did decide to go play um do some international play in the u.s is because they wanted him to and this was an opportunity for him to get noticed for him to maybe make some money to to further his career because 
he wants to take care of his family he wants to look after his mother so nothing like what you see in this in this um feature happens to them again and it's uh it was it was it was really again it's really impactful for me at least to watch it i was i was really blown away um by his maturity and um his focus on you know it's not necessarily avarice that drives um all athletes and and, and i'm not saying it does it there's lots of things drive athletes drive people to to succeed and to further themselves in their careers but this is a big focus for him is to look after his family um and i think that speaks highly of him but again it's just it's 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 frightening to to think that that's the situation they came from and the the one thing the comment that the guy from tsn that was hosting it said at the end was talking about the waiting list for uh, affordable housing in brampton um at that time was like fourteen thousand people you were waiting five to ten years for housing and this is, you know, obviously a greater societal issue, but as someone who has lived on or near the poverty line a lot of their lives, this is a scary thing to, to know and to experience and to, to see that that, you know, we live in a society where this happens all the time. And I'm not sure where I'm going with all of this, except for if you haven't watched this feature, I do recommend it. And uh, I'm sorry for monologuing. That's okay. It was a good monologue. Thank you. I try. Plus we're used to it. <laughs> Choice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to talk. Oh, no, no. I, I've been meaning. I totally been meaning to watch it. I did watch. Like I remember seeing the uh, the trailer for it, and it's just like what? And and I just didn't get a chance. Like that. It that aired on on the main channel. Yeah. 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 So I, I'm gonna go uh, pouring through their uh, their archives and. I will catch that up, but like, it's it's just without knowing. Ex- like, I mean, you've you've just des- you've described much of much of the heartache without and hardships without necessarily going into t- tremendous detail. But like, I can't I can't even fathom it on so many different levels, which is why I need to watch it. But uh, that's uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad he's one of the success stories, I think is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. All right. On this cheerful and uplifting note. Ah. Um, anyway. Yeah. I, again, we'll, we'll, we'll put the link in our show notes. If you haven't had a chance to, to watch this yet. Um, it's, it's 12 minutes of your life. So really this doesn't take much out of your day to, to get even an inkling as to what, um, what he's gone through. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe another reason for, for people to support him and to, to cheer him on, on the pitch. Um, so speaking of the pitch, uh, on to Philadelphia this Saturday, uh, it's the, the battle of the best. Uh, although who these days really, who knows what they're battling for? Cause it doesn't matter. Apparently Nothing matters. Uh, Exhibitions. Nothing, matters. Nothing else matters. Oh, thank you. Void season. The fake asterisks everywhere. I, I appreciate the theater for no point at all for my entertainment. <laughs> I mean, I wish it could have been, you know, some of the shows would have been better. Yeah, I know. Wait, seriously, having to wait eighty-eight minutes for something decent to happen—that that you know, thanks, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, like, I, I really, hate, I don't want to have to wait till after, you know, midway through the credits for like the good scene. Like, come on. Um, I think one of the things uh, heading into this game, depending on what happens with the with the shield and everything, and, um, I've enjoyed some of the the ideas that well, like Philadelphia and Toronto and whoever else is, you know, the other top teams. You know, they're make they've 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 made it into the playoffs, and if the shield doesn't matter and isn't happening. Really, they should just send out like their scrubs for the next four games because what mm-hmm. the fuck do points mm-hmm. matter? They don't matter. So, you know, rest everybody else. You know, they can come in as subs or whatever. Um, but then, you know, let the kids start. Or what did I say? Someone said that they were really disappointed that coaches weren't taking advantage of the five player sub thing to start their games with like their scrubs and then like 30, 40 minutes in sub in their starters so they get you know about an hour what could like, go wrong with that like, that is an interesting idea but that again if, if points don't matter then why not talk about i mean it just brought it home to me thinking like i'm so unused to philadelphia being in the conversation of one of the best teams in the league I know. <laughs> can you imagine that though like you know we we've we've won the supporter shield up here and you know been in the the conversation of a couple of times of winning it again but imagine philadelphia if they Having never won anything came, came first like yeah all right like, oh, sorry well Not done time you won but you didn't sorry guys and then they flame out in the first round of the playoffs and still philadelphia never wins a trophy of any kind <laughs> Good thing, uh, Good thing the, the Audi bedpan is coming. The Audi um, bedpan. <laughs> I'm not taking this season particularly seriously myself, but you know, I'm not pretending to be uh, yeah, someone who should be. You know, you should try. Go on. You should try, you should try being a real fan. Mm, I should. Thank you, Tony. Honestly, Duncan. Thanks, thanks for keeping me real. <laughs> keeping me honest. Glory Hunter. Um, Mm -hmm. so this saturday at 7 30 in philadelphia at whatever the name of their stadium is i can't remember subaru i i I think i think it's a car now i think oh i think it's talent energy became a car oh transformers (laughs) more than meets the eye um and yeah, Philadelphia, second best team in the league right now, just behind uh, Toronto FC. And they've been, you know, they've been one of those, it's, again, no one pays attention to Philadelphia. They've been one of the better teams in the league for the last couple of seasons. Um, but Bad things happen in Philadelphia. <laughs> but but no, it's always sunny there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no one seems to really, no one, no one seems to really, uh, Pay attention. Maybe it's because they're in Cheesy Chester. I don't know. But it's 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 an interesting thing. So um yeah, they are just behind TFC. This should be one of those matches that you, you know, should be hopefully like two two teams that are highly competitive, um, have good squads. Uh, you know, Philadelphia's is perhaps less flashy than Toronto's, but um they've got some they've got some really good players. Plus, they have just had the you know, the excitement of uh, selling off Brendan Aronson to uh, energy drinks. Uh, Salzburg. 
Salzburg? Is that where it is? Salzburg. Yeah. He was going to be my player to watch. Well, he's still there. He's not leaving until the end of the season. So he, oh. he's, yeah. All right. You can still you watch him. You can still watch him. It's okay. And I will. It's still he's available. Now. He's still available for watching. Yeah, he's, um, like a movie. he's like a movie on Crave. There's a, like, you know, a date under him. Available until... <laughs> Um, so yeah, so they've got, you know, they have some, they've got some really good players. They have, um, yeah, Brendan Aronson, uh, obviously, um, Andre Blake, one of our favorite keepers, um, Casper, how do we say his last name? Friendly Ghost. Oh, um, yeah. Um, Sergio Santos, Il Signo, like they, they, they have, you know, Jack Elliott is, is, has been a, a good player for them on the defense. Um, they have a good, they have a really good club. Like they're, they're in second place for a reason. Uh, and this is, you know, hopefully an enjoyable match to watch, you know, like they, they've got a solid defensive side. Um, they score some goals. Like it's, it's one of those matches you sort of look forward to, to getting a chance to see, I think like I, this is one I've been wanting to, to see what happens between the, the two clubs now that they well, potentially have nothing to fight for, but uh, <laughs> and plus Jim Curtin. Jim Curtin just, just seems like a nice guy. Really, uh, it's just that that's all. You know, who's going to get the you know, get to MLS Cup or to get to the Eastern Conference Final? The two of these teams. Who's going to be hosting? You know, that's something to play for, Kristen. You're right. I'm it's sorry, there. Duncan. Just because there's no. Shield. <laughs> You're right. I wasn't looking at the bigger picture. I apologize. Well, doesn't doesn't the uh, American club who finishes high still get the uh, champion one of the Champions League spots? Probably. Or am well, I wrong? Toronto doesn't get. No, not Toronto. But like, if wouldn't it well, drop Canadian down? Club to the, like... can't get anything through MLS for for yes, but, So if TFC one, wouldn't it drop down to the yeah the best American one? So there's yes. you know things to play for 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 American clubs. American clubs. American um, Before we get into player to watch and predictions, I have I just have a quick question. Uh, since we are playing the union, um, what union should each team join? The snake. <laughs> it's on the rise. So they say. I've heard that. Nice. I said Philly should join Actra because so many movie fans go there and recreate scenes from movies. They should be getting money from this. I would hold plural. I. What else? Rocky, obviously. What, what else do people go to Philadelphia to recreate? M Night Shyamalan movies. Cheese steaks. Philadelphia was, was Philadelphia. Iconic scenes from Philadelphia. That movie ironically took place in New York. Oh. The Philadelphia <laughs> Experiment. Uh. Took place in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Wait, it's strange. Strange. <laughs> um, who? Let's see. Who should they join? Local uh, tap dancers, bedpan engineers, and free kick artists. Mm. Okay, that's a really strong union. That's 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 the most interesting really union ever. The logo's got a lot going on. Oh, it yeah. really does. They need your help uh, designing it's that, got, I think. It's got the free kick going into the bedpan. <laughs> also, the, the, tap strange, on top. the thing I take that I find the most strange is that they are uh, 
their local like 187 or something like that or 192 it's there means there's like 180 other locals of that exact union union halls across the country oh yeah no <laughs> uh i don't uh, uh philly should be in, be joining a, a uh or they they must be a part of a uh, bridge makers union because why on earth do they play there well, we built the bridge, so we may as well, you know, set up shop. Like, that's really what yep. my takeaway is. It's true. Better gotta, accent, you, by the way. There, there has to be a better accent than what I just did. You got to you gotta prove that, no. uh, you know, people are using the bridge to build new bridges. It's true. What a, what a scam. Brilliant. It's how they get you. It's how they get you. Or you just keep using an old tunnel. No, that's a tunnel union. Yeah, fuck the tunnel union. No one wants to join the tunnel union. God, well, that's Toronto belongs to Tunnel Club. Tunnel. Yeah, that's 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 aristocracy. Yeah, that's a club. Who wants that? Yeah, there's no good working conditions for tunnel capitalist club builders. Kristen hates unions. Oh God, does she ever? <laughs> yes, yes. That's that's everyone knows this about me. Mm. All right, players to watch. Pig. <laughs> Bay Street Tunnel Club Fat Cat. Yeah. <laughs> Players to watch. Tony Fontana. Brendan Aronson. Joe Bendick. Kidding. Um, Il Signo. I'll go with uh, Casper, the friendly striker. Um, yeah, like his shots. It's also a ghost. Oh. Yeah, because that guy hasn't scored in a while. <laughs> Still their leading scorer. Yeah, that's not saying a lot. <laughs> he hasn't scored all month, and they've played how many games in October? So. Then he's due. This is Toronto they're playing. They yeah. are, the, they are the, 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 the gift that keeps on giving for players like that. So He also played a game against Toronto already during said drought. I know. I'm not concerned. I'm more worried about El Cino or Anthony Fantana or... Joe Bendick scoring than I am about Casper. Oh, I hope Bendick scores. That'd be great. Oh my god, please. Please they do have a they do have a Norwegian defender. That's something. See, there you go. All right. Well then, score predictions, please. One nil Toronto with some ridiculously lucky thing happening right at the end to make sure they get the one nil win. It'll be boring until then. Tune in, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) This is predictable. Uh, 2-1. Four. Either team. No. (laughs) Yes, I agree. Either team. 2-1. I'm taking that parlay, too. Both ways. Yeah. 1-1. Yeah, but for who? (laughs) All right, well, we're, we're 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 full of optimism for the Saturday's match. Obviously, um, I predicted a one-nil win. I know. That's, yeah, that's yeah but you're the, you're the notoriously optimistic one of this group, so I am. Um, it's true. It's true. Otherwise, this show would be all doom and gloom without you, Dungeon. Old Sunshine Slacks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Name his slack. Mm. All right. Well, that is wow. our show. I'm this blinded. Week. <laughs> <laughs> Please join us next week when we uh, look back at 
the handies in El Salvador, uh, TFC versus Philly. Find out, hopefully, what's going on with the Supporter Shield and more. I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. On the tweet machine at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. I am a scarecrow full of apps. Mm. Uh, in the Twitterverse at KidNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you all for your continued support through Patreon. Uh, and uh, we got shirts. We got shirts that Tony did. They're, they're super nice. If you like super nice shirts that Tony do, you should go hit our website. <laughs> Marketing. That's what it says outside my store. You like shirts that Tony do? <laughs> <laughs> Tony do uh, shirts. Have, have you have you guys have you guys been to the new new shop on Queen West? Tony do shirts t- shirts Tony do yeah shirts Tony do oh yeah it's uh, spectacular all custom. It's also yeah. it's also the best melon you can buy too. Mm. Oh, Tony do oh yeah. God, that's that's where the sweetness is. Oh, it's right moist from the, as fuck. From the Tony I've been made to find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet. At Keys and Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. Until next week, Canada, get used to it.